Hi, all you hungry people out there. Welcome to Hungry Yet Daily with Nick and Lance, the podcast where we'll be recapping every Garfield comic from A to Z. My name is Nick Ramirez. I'm joined today with my co-host, Lance Gilstrap. Good evening, Lance. And what can I tell you? Who's hungry for cats? That's uh, Ken, those are our catchphrases. Uh, and this is our guest uh, from uh, from New York City. He's a comedian and actor uh, from the, from the UCB theater, Mr. And from the, uh, the musical toxic masculinity, the musical, uh, Ken McGraw, Ken, how you doing? Hi guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> were the, uh, were those the right credits, by the way, should yeah, I have said anything yeah. else? No, okay, uh, cool. no. Yeah. That, that was perfect. Um, Ken, we like to ask all of our guests what Garfield meant to them growing up. Did Garfield mean anything to you growing up? Did you read the books, watch the TV show? So I didn't read the books or anything growing up. I was more of like a Calvin, a Calvin and Hobbes guy. Um, with that said, I did love occasionally when I got my hands on like the Sunday paper and Garfield was in there, I would read Garfield, Peanuts, and Spider-Man, uh, the comics, which was, which was pretty fun. There was also like these weird science experiments. Like one time... Uh, I like put an egg in uh, vinegar and water overnight and then it took the shell off. That's the, you know, that was a, you know, that, that was the, the Jersey journal for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how that related to Garfield. That was just no, in the that, newspaper. I'm just saying like, like when I did read Garfield, it was like in the Sunday papers of anything. Okay. Uh, I did know like the cartoon and stuff growing up uh, also, which was super fun. And then just the Bill Murray movie. I felt like it was, I didn't see it. Uh, it was a little, I felt like, it was a part of my life where I was like, I'm not going to see a Garfield movie. What am I, uh, seven? And I was like in high school. And now I would love to get drunk and go see a Garfield movie in the theaters. Oh, that'd be fun. I, you're also, you're a, uh, you're a big theme park guy. Are there any yeah. Garfield theme park rides? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I know in Universal, they, in Universal Studios Orlando, they have an entire section of just uh, like comics but it's yeah. like Kathy, like it's like the Kathy ice cream shop. And like, you can get your photo with Marmaduke. <laughs> it's like, very <laughs> weird. Um, Marmaduke. and like, like there's like a, there's like a Popeye and Bluto like ride and stuff like that. Like it's like a, a water ride and Dudley do right has a ride, which is really wild. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I don't think Garfield's, unfortunately he's not there. Cause I'd love a picture with him and Marmaduke, but overall <laughs> it's, Man, I wonder if they've ever met. Ken, how do you feel? Because I know you're a big Disney guy as well. Yeah. What What is your feeling of Garfield versus Mickey Mouse? Like, who would win? Uh, well, let's see. I, well, M- Mickey has the money. Uh, so Mickey has the money. Train. Win. Mickey has the money, and I think Mickey has more friends. Uh, Garfield's pretty standoffish. I mean, he's got John and Odie uh, and Normal, I guess. Uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't. I, I think Mickey 100% takes it. Um, really? I, I do think that. With that said, Garfield, I think, is trying to make himself more mainstream. I do know for a fact that there is a Garfield racing game uh, that you yes. can get on uh, PlayStation. Uh, my gaming group and I have debated playing it. We're still waiting on one person who actually bought it to give us a full review if it's worth it. Uh, I've heard it's bad. Oh, it's awful. It's like from the ga- the gameplay, it's just you're, you're kart racing around with like, Odie and Nermal uh, picking up lasagna as speed and <laughs> going around. Okay. Well, so if Garfield and Mickey were racing, we'd probably give it to Garfield because he has the experience. Mm-hmm. But 
And and I, I'm not sure what scenario you were taking into account when you said Mickey, but what if it is like a fight? A fight? Uh, well, Mickey, I uh, in the early you still days, say Mickey. I still say Mickey because in the early days, Mickey was a was more scrappy and would fight more. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's very lovable. You know, he's very much is just focusing on on his on his career. Uh, <laughs> with that said, when he was young and up up and coming, he he would get he'd get in the scrum. He I I I'm still taking Mickey. Yeah, and Garfield's kind of lazy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, especially if, if Mickey catches him on a Monday, he's not going to do nothing. That's true. He's lazy and kind of a coward. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, I guess Mickey's got that kind of voice that makes you think he he's not he's got he doesn't have much uh, fight in him. He's got that big oh my gosh. But I mean, you look at like Mike Tyson; he has a a voice yeah. that doesn't sound intimidating until you see him. And they and, and they call Tyson the Mickey Mouse of boxing. That's true. Yeah. Yes. But they called Buster Douglas the Garfield of boxing, and we know what happened there. <laughs> it must have been a Monday. Ken, uh- <laughs> uh, let's move on to the recap. We are looking at December 11th, 1978. And uh, Ken, if you would please describe in as much detail as you like that first panel. Okay, so uh, we we open up on John. Uh, and he's looking very kind of like, I would say tired or maybe I would just say like in a mood. He seems like he's in a mood. Uh, we have a, he's writing on a, a green surface with a pink magenta background. We're in his trademark blue shirt. Uh, and he's writing uh, seems very quickly. And in the uh, bubble, it seems like uh, it's his to-do list. And it says things to do. One, wash car. Two, do laundry. Now with this, it's actually interesting because he wrote things to do in normal, like Arial font. And then uh, when he wrote what he had to do, he wrote it in script for some reason. I don't know what happened there, but uh, I mean, maybe to differentiate, who knows, but uh, maybe. Even the, t- even the number, the two is also like a, kind it's of like a, a cursive. cursive two. I think so, this is a sign of a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like John, like John wrote the first half, and then like his alter ego, like Jeremy, wrote the second. It seems <laughs> it's a real, um, fight, uh, a real fight club. Would you say I, that? Yeah, go ahead. Go Lance. ahead, Jake. Well, I was just gonna say something dumb, so you can go ahead and say. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, mine's real smart. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I think this might be the first time he's used this thing where he has the paper. And we see what what's being written on it, but it's an interesting way to show it because it, it's as if the paper has been ripped off of the piece of paper that John is writing on. Because the paper that we see that's facing us that we can read has tear marks at the bottom; it's like jagged. But the piece of paper he's writing on is a full length of paper. You know what I'm also confused about is I don't know if. Uh, when Jim Davis made this, he was just like, my readers, they're not going to understand what's going on here if I don't specifically put this. But from the bubble, like the pa- the ripped piece of paper, he made an arrow pointing down yeah. to the paper <laughs> that he's writing on to be like, this is what John's writing right now. Right. To me, this feels right. like very early comics. Like this is the kind of thing that you would see in like uh, Nancy or something from the 1940s or like uh, the yellow boy. Uh just like uh, this, this thing of like uh, the arrows pointing at it, and like the, 
the thing being blown up into it just feels like something that you wouldn't really see in the comic strips today anyway let's move on to panel two John has, uh, he's still got his pen in his hand, but he's kind of set it down um, because Garfield has come marching through the panel and he looks proud as a peacock. Uh, he is walking uh, uh, at at style, um, front leg forward, back leg back, um, and he's shedding hair everywhere. Uh, there's hair. It looks like flying off of him as if someone had a fan nearby and was blowing the fur off of him. The, the dashboard and confessional. Is that a song? <laughs> Something about her hair is everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, and John, whose uh, left hand is in finger jail formation, I should mention. Uh, they both are, I feel. Yeah, the other one kind of like the pen is just resting in the finger jail. Mm. Like he's locked the pen into finger jail. Um, but John has turned his head to watch Garfield kind of walk, I'm assuming, over John's piece of paper. Um, and uh, John looks like he looks kind of pissed, but he also kind of looks like he's like, I, he doesn't care at all. And there is almost half a panel's worth of dead space above him. <laughs> it's extremely interesting that well, there's two things. Um, I mean, for me, this is very interesting that Garfield is walking this way. I don't know if he would if he walked like this all the time in the early comics, but he, he's actually walking like a cat and not on his two hind legs. Like oh, yeah, normally yeah. see Garfield. Yeah. So like this makes it seem like Garfield's just like not Garfield, he's just a cat, which is very <laughs> weird. Uh two, I don't know why Jim Davis would eliminate the green surface and the paper that we can see him walking across right now i guess maybe when we get to the third panel which i will not speak of yet because that's not my job but uh you know you can see garfield walk on through uh you know he, he changed the whole dynamic of the, the it looks uh it like that looks like it could be a framed like portrait on a wall what does the middle panel like like that would be like pop art in some soho apartment. Oh. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and this is, yeah, this is Garfield doesn't start walking on his hind legs until sometime in the eighties, I think. But uh, yeah, it, it is very strange that the, the platform is gone from this it, because we're looking at the same view of John basically. Right. Or maybe we're zoomed well, it's in a, a little it's bit. It's like tilted up just a little bit for some reason. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's weird because in the first panel, if you look on the back wall, it seems like there's a bunch of dots and they, which is representing maybe shadow, and it's kind yeah. of slanting down. In the middle one, it's like completely boxy. Yeah, so like no that. consistency at all in the in terms of shadow or or anything really. And yeah. I'm not a stickler, you know. I can't color inside the lines. With that said, with that said, the middle panel is not um, is not. Uh, it doesn't have a border, like a, a black border around yeah. it, like the first panel does. He'll do that which, sometimes, yeah. Which which makes the little dots on the edge, you know, come outside of the photo. You know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're exiting the uh, the border. I mean, there is no border, but you know, Jim Davis is a legend, but it's just sloppy, in my opinion. <laughs> I I believe that I've solved this mystery of why he switched the angle uh, to this point of view. And that is, and and maybe we'll find out differently in the next panel. But 
I don't think he knows. He knows how to draw Jim at an angle, you know, looking down at this uh, piece of paper. But I don't think he knows how to draw Garfield at a slightly turned angle walking this way. So he went to adjust profile so that he could show, you know, Garfield walking without having to mess with the like the perspective. Uh, maybe I, I feel but I feel like we've seen Garfield on that platform many times before. Maybe we've just seen him behind the platform. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to panel three. Okay, we're back to the same view as the first panel. It might be the exact same. No, it's not quite the exact same panel, but it is uh, John hunched over, riding on a to-do list, and there's hair all across the platform, all over the to-do list. And we see, similarly to the first panel, we see uh, a little piece of the paper uh, excerpted out at the top of the panel, uh, with an, again with an arrow pointed to it, and this time it says three, and brush Garfield. So he added to the to-do list because of, of Garfield's shedding. Well, should we yeah, move on to ratings? He... <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I was just going to point out that he includes the word and in a to-do list. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, so can we... Uh, we we like to rate these on a scale of zero to five trays of lasagna. Um, so zero is the lowest possible score, and five is the highest possible score. Okay. Uh, and we, t- I, I would say the median score is around, and I can get like an exact number here because I have the the list here. So the median score is around a two. Okay. Uh, so, would you like my 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 rating? Oh, yes, uh, please. Yes. I'm gonna go with one tray of lasagna. One tray. Wow, that's pretty low. Uh, I it is a little low. I, I think because I'm looking at this and there's, I think because there's genuinely no joke. Uh, I mean, look, Jim Davis. You know, I, I hope he's not listening. But I, uh, it, it like I'm looking at this and there's there's such potential here for such a good solid 1978 joke. And I feel like this is just kind of lazy, in my opinion. It's just kind of like, I mean, look, Garfield's a lazy cat. Maybe that's the style of the comic. But, um, you know, if, if if it was me, can I say, like, if it was me, what I would have done? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We actually have a segment. We have a segment for okay. this called oh, then I'll Pause. Then I'll no, no, no. You, you, can, you can do it. We'll, we'll make that this segment. So you guys okay. can do yeah, it now. It started, it's right? It's called Possibilities. Okay, so so this is what I would have done. So like it's like you see things to do, wash car, do laundry. Okay, that's already too much stuff. It should be like things to do, like dust the house. And then the second one be brush Garfield, give it away. Second panel can stay the same. Garfield comes right on through. Third, dust the house. Like 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 like, like I think that's a funny funnier joke where it's like dust the house, brush Garfield, Garfield comes through, ruins it, and obviously dust the house again because that's you're giving it away. That's just me. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or maybe so he's, uh, to, be, when you say dust the house, you mean to like get rid of yeah, all the cat hair? Yeah, like you know, uh, like, like that's what I mean. Like well, that's why I was like, if I was just spitballing. I'm, uh, sorry, this yeah, is yeah. A, a writers or no, no. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I like it. I I think uh, uh can I give just a little punch punch up to yours? Please. I like it. So let's stay, stick with the same game. 
but maybe in the first panel, uh, Duster or Sweep or whatever you want to say uh, is scratched out because he's already yes, done. Yes, that's what I was going to suggest. Yeah, that's good. And then in the third, then in the third panel, he writes it back, writes it back yes. down again. That's it. Yes, that's it. Guys, Jim, I think we solved it. We did it. We did our great Garfield. <laughs> All right, let, let's get back to ratings. I'm going to give this one a. We like to be a little bit more precise on these, Ken, because we've this is the 193rd strip we've rated. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we we like to have like a little not uh, not. I'm not saying you should do that, but we we like to put a little more precision in the numbers. So I'm going to give it a 1.04. Oh, I gave like a rookie score. Is what you're saying? I got you. No, but that's. I mean, you are. Let's be. Let's face it. You're a rookie as far as rating. <laughs> Hey, listen, also, we jokes. just started doing it this way like three episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, okay, so I feel good that you shamed me. <laughs> uh, Lance, what, how do you how do you like it? How do you like this one? I'm, you know, what I'm gonna go. I I like this technique of showing what he's written, and I like the tear marks, so I'm gonna give mm -hmm. it a 1.07. Okay, so we're all kind of below the median. It seems. Yeah. yeah, well, below, I mean, well it's not good. Me. It's a it's a boring strip, right? It's not funny. I wonder yeah, what was going on like, in that. Like, can you like look up like what was happening on in Jim Davis's like life that week? Like, was he like going through a divorce or something where he just like needed to pump something out? And just, like, he's a he's a private man. You you can't you can't get too much info about him on the internet for whatever reason. Um, but let's let's move on to ranking. Ken, this one comes in at number 165. Oh, wow. So, Pretty low. That's real low. That's low. <laughs> I, I, out of 191 so far? I think this was the 183rd. Wow. Some of these aren't comic strip, though. We've also rated the specials and uh, and uh, some Heathcliff comic strips. But wow. they're mostly Garfield comic strips. Um, that's, that's wild. Wow. I'm honored to be part of one that's so low and bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, no one, no, no one wants to listen to the good episodes. Everyone knows that. Like, it's gonna be, like, that's gonna be a high rating. Like, listen to the ones that bomb. Like, that's great. Uh, well, Ken, uh, what, are you working on anything these days? Uh, any, uh, any com, any podcasts or anything like that? Uh, any podcasts? I, I am, I'm, I am trying to create a podcast. I'll let you know. When are I, you really? I yeah, I'm trying to figure something out. Uh, I, I'm toying with a bunch of different ideas, but if something happens. Would love for you guys to come on. Um, yeah, definitely. Right now, I'm just like writing some stuff with my sketch team, uh, and uh, you know, we're doing we're doing the Austin Sketch Festival, which we're super excited about, and uh, we're doing some stuff over at the Squirrel Theater. In addition to that, uh, just hoping uh, everyone gets vaccinated and we can get back to some sort of normalcy. And we can get you know back to doing theater and stuff and getting together and looking stop signs and stuff. <laughs> Ken, we'll we'll put up some links for uh, for your Squirrel Theater show and the and the Thanks. Uh, and uh, you could follow show. me on and you can follow me on Twitter just at Ken McGraw on Twitter. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, and thanks a lot, Ken, for talking to us about Garfield and yeah, uh, stay hungry. See you guys in the funny pages. Oh, <laughs> did you that's know that's Lance's... my? Is that yours? <laughs> no, is it really? Yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Hungry Cat Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your Garfield thoughts, drawings, and feedback to HungryCatDaily at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at HungryCatDaily or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungryCatDaily for full videos of each episode. And until next time, stay hungry. <laughs>